So in 2021, the Free Press had an opinion piece, Why We're Leaving Comments on Freep.com, and they uh, acknowledged that they can become filled with spam and vitriol, but they were keeping them at that time. But things have changed. Now the Detroit Free Press says no comment. The newspaper says it will be removing the ability for readers to leave comments on its website following stories. WJR senior news analyst Marie Osborne now joins us with details. So it's an about face, Marie. It sure is, Jamie. The Free Press says it'll remove its comments section from the website starting February 1st. The paper's editor, Nicole Avery Nichols, saying in a statement that while the paper believes in the importance of engagement with listeners, it's making the hard choice to move away from that space because of the time investment needed to monitor the comments to produce a safe and constructive dialogue. The statement went on to say that the comments section can be a benefit, but it can also quickly devolve when they are not managed. The paper tried engaging its reporters in this back and forth, but that took a lot of time away from their core duties, which of course is reporting the news. The free press not alone in shutting down the comments section, Reuters, Chicago Sun-Times, Popular Science, the Philadelphia Inquirer, among many others that have all nixed public comment sections. One study found that very small percentage of readers actually leave comments, very small, less than 1%. And other research from the University of Florida showed that people who read negative comments and then read the story, they often end up viewing the material in a negative light themselves. So the takeaway on that is that a few people could have a really big impact on how a story is viewed by a large group of readers. So Nichols said readers can still engage with reporters and uh, and the paper on social media platforms and, of course, the old-fashioned way uh, with a letter to the editor. And on that point, guys, uh, Nancy Kaffer, the editorial page writer for the Free Press, writes on social media that online comments are the Razor V1 hip hugger flare pants of communicating with your newspaper. (laughs) She says letters to the editor, time honored, road tested, a classic for a reason. And she invites listeners to get to uh, just write a letter to the editor. You can do it online, by the way. You don't have to use it by snail mail. So, Marie, you know, a lot of the folks who comment uh, are usually a lot of times the same people who who comment all the time. And then depending on what your uh, take is on a particular story, it it gets personal and it's either they, they start using politics to either a, a liberal or you're a MAGA or, you know, and then it goes kind of down the drain after that. Immediately, it seems, you know, I like looking at the comments section for a couple of different reasons. First of all, it kind of gives you a sense of how people feel about a certain story. You know, if, if you really, if people quote unquote behave themselves on the comment section, you can get a real idea of how the public feels about certain stories. Um, so it's kind of sad that it's devolved into this, that we can't have it anymore, but it gets personal so quickly. People are labeled and it gets, it just gets ugly too fast. Instead of saying, well, Bob, I, I don't agree with that, but here's how I feel about it. It's not like that at all. The sad thing is if there was ever a time where we needed meaningful, thoughtful dialogue on the issues of the day, it's now. And yet all of the reasonable, thoughtful people have been chased away from these comment sections by those that behave like eight-year-olds in a sandbox. <laughs> yeah. And, well, you're a MAGA idiot. Well, you're a libtard. Or, you know, whatever yeah. pejorative yeah. they come up with. It's 
it's it's really is a sad statement about where we are as a society that we've let the one percent of one percent on those comment sections end our dialogue. Yeah, and and the thing is that um, the the healthy dialogue is extremely important, of course, but. Also, I think people hide behind the fact that they're unidentifiable online. They hide behind the keyboard. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if it's because of that. Um, I've often told the story that on social media, I belong to some innocuous groups like a knitting group, a cake making group, a reading group. And all of those have had to post warnings from the administrators saying, you can't be political on this site. Just... Talk about knitting. Don't don't people. <laughs> and isn't that crazy that people want to go right. on a knitting uh, group or, or a cake? There's one that I found. It's a pound cake uh, group where, you know, you share recipes and so on. They had to write that. From now on, everything has to be has to go through the administrator. They just won't allow posts anymore because of this, because people are not nice. What is the pound cake group name? <laughs> Uh, it, it is it, it, it is the pound cake group. That's exactly oh, okay. what wow. they're called. Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. So, no. but there's listen. There's a group for anybody on online. That is true. I just I, these are just things that I find interesting. And by you know, there's a group for people who make their own um, vanilla extract. I mean, there's all kinds of groups online that are fun and interesting if you have a hobby. But it's sad that these groups have to put these kinds of warnings on their. Uh, websites well, that you can't be who right. would be political well, you can still comment here on news talk 760 wjr one 800 we we will we're not doing away with our comment section uh either on facebook or uh wjr.com or of course on our air censorship are, are people going to start hollering oh you're censoring me because you don't want to hear my side so it's censorship well right. they're going to say you could still write a letter to the yeah. editor yeah. yeah, yeah, and and you can engage like Nancy Kaffer has a um, her own uh, Facebook uh, account and so on. She she's elsewhere on social media as well, so you can just comment on her stories there. So it, it, that's okay. It's yeah. just that this particular thing has gotten uh, on the newspaper side. It's just and, gotten, and it takes, yeah, up, too and it takes up too much time. It takes up takes up so much time to <laughs> try to make it. But you know, it, it yeah. used to be a great tool because, I mean, I would use it when I was at four on ClickOn because you could go on there. If someone took yeah. issue with your story, you could say, well, here is why we did the story the way That's we right. did. And here's who we talked to. And here's the background on that. Because sometimes you don't have time in a 90 second story to fill in all those blanks and mm-hmm. give that kind of context. Mm-hmm. You know, and it gave you a chance. And it also made them feel like you were responsive to their complaints, which is important in this world where we're kind of viewed as media people like we're in an ivory tower. Right. Well, and back to their opinion piece in 2021, they said, why are we keeping them on? Because people bring different life experiences to right. the story that mm-hmm. the writer didn't have. And then that brings dialogue to it. But it just evolved into this ugly, ugly place. And just like Marie, you know, I have different groups on Facebook that have nothing to do with anything and they can get nasty. And that's where we are as a society. And yeah, you want to get nasty with, with needle, needing, uh, knitting with needles pound, or pound, pound cake. What did pound cake ever do to you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just it's it's just not civil we are and and again i just think it's online because people can hide behind that keyboard right. and and that is just very sad Okay, Marie, thank you so much for bringing this to our... Thanks, Jamie. We'll allow you to comment in the future. Yes. Oh, great. But only on pound cake and knitting. That's it. That's all. (laughs) It's a safe space. (laughs) Oh, thanks so much. It it, it is, uh, you know, it, it does 
there are places for civility, yes. and it just seems it's it's it has just they're getting they're died. getting less it's, and lesser places for and it. Even you know even in church, we were talking to Tim Alberta before the holidays. Yeah, who is mm-hmm. you know a political commentator for the Atlantic. Uh, saying when his, he's at his dad's funeral and people are coming up to him and complaining about something he wrote in the about Atlantic. Trump, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and there's just no sense of hey, here's the, there's there are certain boundaries here, yeah, that, that we should be we used exercising. To have them. We used to have them, yeah, and uh, certainly, and that the venom that is involved is is really crazy. Look, one of the things that so many people are upset about uh, the loss of our three soldiers in J- Jordan from this terrible drone attack Mm -hmm. that we saw. We're going to be connecting with General Jack Keane coming up. Sadly, he predicted this just a couple of weeks ago. He said, look, the Biden administration is so paralyzed over their fear of escalating this fight with Iran that if they don't do something, the fight with Iran will escalate itself and our people will pay the price. His words have never been truer and never been more on point. The question is now, what should the Biden administration, what should his military advisors be telling him now? We'll check in with General Keene next on JR Morning at 835.